Welcome back to another episode of Young and Loud Sports Talk, where we talk about sports, prove which team is better, and hope and pray that Nick Saban retires soon. Hi there, welcome to a special episode of the Young and Loud Sports Talk podcast. My name is Josh, I'm Liam's dad, and we're doing something a little different today uh, because of something special coming up this weekend. So Liam, what are we calling this episode? Uh, so we're going to call a lot of these episodes that me and my dad will do, we're going to call them the My Clip episodes. Because basically, a lot of my episodes, actually most of my episodes, um, are going to be like with me and my friends talking about um, a certain topic and really, but with my clip, we're going to just going to talk about um, anything popular in Arkansas athletics right now. So coming up this weekend, mm-hmm. Arkansas baseball is going to play, um, who are they playing? Uh, we've got Illinois State coming in town. Yeah, so uh, Liam and I love, love, love Razorback baseball. We've been taking him to baseball games actually since he was in his mom's tummy. Uh, we went and saw uh, Nick Schmidt pitch against Vanderbilt. It was the two, the number one and number two pitchers in the country pitching on Friday night against each other, and uh, that was when Steph was still pregnant with Liam. We took him. He's loved Arkansas baseball ever since. We're super excited. Uh, we finally got our tickets in for this season. Um, we're dialed in and ready, and we wanted to talk about hog baseball and kind of give our thoughts and preview uh, for the season. But Liam's normally the host of the show. I'm going to take over host duties today, and Liam's going to be my uh, my subject matter expert here, my guest, and a huge fan of the Razorbacks. So yeah. let's go, ma'am. What do, uh, what do you want to talk about? Um, The first thing I wanted to say um, this year is Arkansas baseball's 100th year um, as a team, mm-hmm. which means it's, it's going to be a really special year. Um, I looked at the schedule. It looks like they're going to have a really good year um, playing the teams that I saw they're playing. They're going to play 57 games this year, which actually is pretty normal. But um, another thing that was kind of surprising to me, I never really realized this. I knew they played a lot of conference games. I didn't know they played this many. They play 30 conference games every season, and that's even minus the SEC um, championship and um, the NCAA tournament or the College World Series. Right, and a couple uh, notable you know, series that we've got coming in town. We're kicking off at Illinois State, but as soon as that weekend's over, we're headed to the uh, Round Rock Classic down in Round Rock, Texas. We, uh, we've been down to Texas for a number of tournaments in the past. But this year, Liam, we've got a pretty good one. We're playing uh, Indiana on Friday. We've got Stanford on Saturday night. And then uh, UL Lafayette, the Raging Cajuns, on Sunday. How do you think we're going to fare out in that weekend? Um, I think we're going to be pretty successful because, um, obviously, Louisiana and Stanford have been decent baseball teams for a yeah. while. Indiana will be a pretty good game. Um, I'm certainly going to be watching it. I won't be there, um, but I'll be watching it on TV. But I think we should handle Stanford and Louisiana pretty easily. But with Indiana, I think that's going to be a pretty close game. So I'm saying we do we sweep the tournament, but we're going to be super close to um, beating Indiana. That's right. Uh, another kind of notable um, non-conference game that we have before we start conference play is Grambling coming back to Fayetteville. I say notable. Uh, in the past, they, they've had a pretty decent ball club. I don't know that they're really going to blow people's socks off this year, but uh, a, a good ball club, they know how to how to keep the team stuff and the things that are important to a baseball team together. 
uh, and they just, in general, they've, they've given us a pretty good run. So what do you expect out of the Grambling series? Um, I'm actually looking at something real quick. Okay. I'm pretty sure Grambling has actually had a pretty good record against Arkansas. I'm pretty sure they have actually a winning record against us because I remember looking at this a little while ago and Grambling, like, we've only played Grambling, like, I don't know, like, 50, 40 times, somewhere around there, which actually is Good a pretty decent, yeah, I right. don't know, I don't know. It's all good. Which, it's actually a pretty decent amount of games. Right. Um, yeah, so, um, here it is. Oh, never mind. We are 7-0 and against them. Never mind. <laughs> That's a, it's better, I think it's okay for that stat, for us to go 7-0, and then look at it and go 0-7, but could be a pretty good series. One thing I did note, too, about our schedule is that we're playing a lot of Arkansas teams. As we look through, we've got a uh, home and away on UCA. Uh, we're playing UALR again. This will be the third season in a row we've played UALR. Uh, we've got UAPB coming in, the Golden Lions coming in, and Arkansas State, the Red Wolves coming in. This ought to be a pretty interesting year to see Arkansas playing a lot of other Arkansas schools. Uh, seeing some of the talent that's in and around the state, and uh, what do you expect out of the uh, the games against Arkansas schools, bud? Uh, really, honestly, I think um, we should beat all every single team that comes to Arkansas from Arkansas okay. pretty easily. I mean, I mean, like UCA, they've never been known to be a great baseball team, really, and like I'm pretty sure Arkansas State, UA, and UAPB, I'm pretty sure they're Division Two. And that being Could said, be. yeah. yeah, that being said, I think we should handle every other Arkansas team pretty easily this year. So that's like, how many wins is that guaranteed, probably? Oh, I, I, uh, let's see. Well, we've got, uh, we got two on UCA, two with UALR, that's four. We've got two with uh, UAPB and two with State. So we're looking at eight games. And I think we should win all of them. I eight think we should. On that. Yep. I'm not quite that confident on it. It's uh, Coach Musselman said it uh, two days ago, um, and talking about basketball, and it's doubly true in baseball. It's really hard to beat the same team for the series, even if it's only two games. If they've only got two games against any other team, they're they're going to give it their best to split or win both. And so um, I'm going to give us a six and two run on Arkansas in in state schools. Oh, you you don't agree? You yeah. disagree? No. <laughs> No, I and, really think we'll right. be fine. Very good. Okay, the last non-conference game we got to talk about is Tuesday, May third, Missouri State. They are going to be. It's that's going to be a good game. Oh man, why? That's, yeah, we've had some fun with them in the past. Yeah, I mean, like Missouri State a lot has been a pretty successful team right. versus Arkansas, so I'm thinking. I think Missouri State will. I am going to put my money on Missouri State. They're winning that one. Yeah. I mean, I mean what do you think so the much... score will be? It's oh. at bomb at oh. night in May. Oh. Mm, I know. Those are all factors that we have seen come into play pretty seriously. Uh, while you're looking at some stats on Missouri State, I'll remind you that uh, I think one of the last times we played them at bomb, it was a super regional uh, and they were supposed to host it, but because of some scheduling conflicts with 
the uh, AA Cardinals team in Springfield, they were not able to host, and they had to come here. Not only did they have to come here, they lost the series, and we sent them home because of that. So I think there's some extra sting in that game. But uh, Arkansas fans at home, it's a midweek game, but it is May and 6.30 p. And so, you know, people will get off of work, and they'll get down there, have a good time grilling in the hog pen. I think it's going to be a pretty rowdy crowd that night. Yeah, but I'm looking at the last time we played them in, like, a tournament, and it turns out that they actually beat us. They went 2-1 and one against us. They won their first game. What, what year was this? 2017. That was 2017? Yeah. That was the last time we played them? Yeah. No, it wasn't mm. the last time we played them. That's the last time we played them in a tournament. Interesting. Yeah. And anyway, the last time we played them, we beat them 8-2, and we were at their uh, stadium. But the last time we faced them in a tournament, in a clutch position for us, um, we lost. Our first game that we played, we lost 5-4. The next one we won 11-10. And the last one we lost 3-2. So I think it'll be a good game. Arkansas's record versus Missouri State, though, is 55-32. Um, to 32. So that's a pretty good record. I think Miss Missouri State will still win, though. Yeah. We don't have tickets to that one, which is uh, which is a sad thing, but we may have to scrounge them up because that's going to be a pretty important uh, yeah. game. We'll be watching it if we don't Absolutely. end up at the game. All right, so let's switch over to uh, conference play real quick and talk about we kick it off with Kentucky. Uh, not what I would call a perennial or a regular high-performing baseball team, but you remember a few uh, number of years ago when they came in, they had like the number one, number two team yeah. with some really good starting pitching and yeah. were really good. Um, we stuck it to them and beat them at their place, though. That was really, really nice. And But uh, what do you think of Kentucky? What's going to happen in that series? Um, I mean, honestly, we have a lot of freshman talent coming onto our team this year. One of our new players, um, Peyton... Uh, Stovall? Yeah, Peyton Stovall. Got a freshman. I've looked at an article about him, and I think their expectations for Stovall are extremely high. He actually got offered to go to the MLB draft. He was going to get drafted. He turned down that offer, and he probably got some offers from Louisiana schools because he was the top baseball player um, in perfect game for Louisiana. For the state of Louisiana. For the state of Louisiana, yeah. Pretty impressive. So... I'm pretty sure he probably got some offers from some pretty big schools, probably some Vanderbilt, Florida, um, some other big baseball schools. Um, but he turned them all down and came to Arkansas. Um, and on the article that I read about him, they said he's got um, Casey Martin talent uh, hitting and Jalen Battles style fielding. Holy smokes, that's like a super hog. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't think he's going to get um, as many starts as, like, Jalen Battles and Robert Moore and Brady Slavens will okay. be getting. Okay, Because, I mean, there are primary, mm -hmm. they're, like, starters almost every single game. And they have so much talent. I mean, it makes sense because why they're playing. But I think he'll be one of the players kind of like Charlie Welch last year. Charlie Welch only played in like 27 games and he only started like 16 but every time he did come out on the field I remember his batting average from last year was .33 he led the team in batting average he didn't get as much at bats as everybody else did so he's not considered the best hitter on the team but when he was on the field he was pretty dominant 
Um, he was a great player. Yeah, Welch was a guy that, I mean, end of the year, he was Captain Clutch, wasn't he? Yeah. He came in, he's, uh, again, it was time for him to move on. He's not on the team this year, but good to see really good players move on to new things and it makes room for, for other players to come in right behind him and to keep things uh, just rolling at Arkansas because that's, that's one of the crazy things is you see how many kids uh, get drafted or how many kids graduate out and it makes room uh, for new players to come in, great players to come in. But Coach Van Horn talks about it all the time in his interviews. He likes competition a lot. When you got really, really good coaches, uh, Coach Dave Van Horn uh, at the helm, and then um, Coach Nate Thompson, who will have some fun with uh, Missouri State coming back in as we, he joined us from Missouri State, and then pitching at Coach Matt Hobbs, who's uh, been doing a few years down here, extremely impressive. A data-driven coach does a great job. And then uh, Coach Bobby Wernis has jumped back in. That name sounds familiar. Do you yeah. recognize him? Where do you recognize him from? He was one of our best players in, like, 2016 and 2015. You remember what position he played? He played third base. And how do you know that? Oh yeah, our tickets, um, our season tickets that we get are right in front of third base. They're right by third base. Yeah. And we knew Bobby Warnes played third base because Bobby Warnes did what? The he, whole game. He, he talked. Yeah. He talked and chatted and talked and chatted. Every time he was out there, he was just chatting. He was either encouraging the pitcher, talking to his boys, or uh, calling out plays and kind of calling out situations. He never, never kept quiet out on the field. It was pretty impressive. Yeah. I liked him. I liked him, too. So, a lot of good things going on. All right. Uh, and that brings us to a spot now I think we would like to hear from one of our sponsors. Thank you. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small businesses in Northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end of year cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, contact the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875, that's 479-372-1875, or you can find them on the web at equitybusinesssolutionsllc.com. That's Equity Business Solutions, adding value beyond the numbers. And we are back. Uh, thanks to the folks over at Equity Business Solutions for your continued support. All right, jumping right back into SEC play. Liam, I want you to hear and talk about your impressions of the uh, the talent that's coming into Fayetteville to face the Hogs. After Kentucky comes in a couple weeks later, we've got Mississippi State coming in for three games. A pretty nice competition last year. Good one. Then we've got LSU. They've always been a team that's been... They've beat a... They have a winning record against us. They have a better record than we do. They do. The last them. couple of years we've been sticking it to them, though. That's true. It's been really nice. Uh, all right. Then next home series is Ole Miss. That's going to be a huge game. I know my friend Jack Solomon. He's going to be on a couple episodes. That's it. Yeah. He, Shout out to the Holloman crew. That's yeah, right. He loves Ole Miss. Actually, not only him. His entire family loves Ole Miss. Yeah. They used to live in Memphis, didn't they? That's right, yeah. yeah they used to live in Memphis. We'll let, we'll let Jax talk about all that. All but, right, yeah, shout-out and a little uh, a little punt to the Jax Holloman episode on Ole Miss. Yes, sir. Ole Miss, great baseball program coming into Arkansas. Great uh, baseball program for us, great for them. Always a battle. It's going to be a good one. And then to wrap the season up for homestand, we've got Vanderbilt coming in. Goodness gracious. Oh, man. 
Uh, yeah, they've got I, Vanderbilt coming in the top. I am very glad that they don't have Kamar Rocker on their team again right. this year. Right, yep. Because last time, Missouri, no, not, not Missouri, Vanderbilt, Kamar Rocker, they, he was, like, the best pitcher, the best college pitcher, excuse me, in America. Because I remember when Arkansas played him, we only got, like, three hits off of him. He he was something special. Yeah. He really, and then you add Jack Leiter. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, the you he know was still there of the lineage of Al Leiter. Now he got drafted. He's, he did. Uh, yeah. He gone. Uh, so it was quite a year for yes. Vanderbilt pitching. <laughs> You're excited about that. Yes, I am very That's excited right. about that. That's right. So overall, we've got quite an exciting homestand yeah. uh, for for Arkansas baseball this year. How do you think we're going to pull through that? Um, I think most of our conference games we're going to win because I, I remember I said we have, how many conference games? 30. So I think we'll win at least half, maybe more, Okay. because a lot of the away series that we're at, they're not great teams, but at the same time, we're away. We're at their place. Always so downside. they have the home advantage, which means that kind of loses some winning percentage for That's Hawks. it. All right. Former Razorback players. What's one former Razorback player you want to hit like and one former Razorback player you want to pitch like? And you're going to answer the same thing for current base Razorbacks as well. So think about that too. So I already know, former baseball players. I already know two that I want to pitch like. Okay. Well, let, let's stick with former players. Who do you want to hit like? Um... Carson Shaddy. You want to hit like Shaddy? Yeah. That dude went nuts. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. Former players, who do you want to pitch like? There are two on this topic, and they're okay. both dominant pitchers. Okay. One of them, a lot of people remember, he won the Golden Spikes Award last year, and his name's Kevin Copps. You might have heard of him before. I think a lot of people have heard that name. I've heard that name. Yeah. Yep. And the other one was a pitcher who... Um, he was in like 2019, 2018. Um, he was like a standout pitcher. He, yeah. I think he should have won the Golden Spikes as well. He was 14 and 0. His record was insane. And his name was Blaine Knight. Yeah. He yeah. was a standout player. He had, he wasn't really the guy that would strike people out though. He was the guy who got, pe who got his outfield and infield to make plays. He just, the, he didn't. Um, rely on himself. He relied on his fielders, okay, just to take pressure off him, which yeah. I thought is actually pretty cool. Pretty cool. Okay, great answers. That's you picked out some kind of legendary uh, Razorbacks for sure. All right, um, current team. Who do you want to hit like on the current team? Um. Oh, Brady Slavens. Okay. By a mile. You want to swing it like Slavens? All right, yeah. very good. What what about his uh, swing or his hitting style? Do you like? Um, I don't know. It's just that he's like such a powerful hitter. Yep. He doesn't need like he doesn't really rely on like how fast he is because he's actually pretty fast for a guy that's six three or six four. I forgot how tall he was. Um, he's pretty fast for a guy that's his height. But he doesn't have to rely on how tall he is. He can just crush the ball to the outfield and make great plays on the plate. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, now pitchers. 
current roster pitchers? I, ooh, there's, yeah, there's Jackson Wiggins, and, but the one I was thinking of is uh, Connor Noland. He came Dude. back. Yeah. Yep, okay. Two pretty different pitchers, Jackson yeah. and Connor. So talk about if you could, like, uh, combine their powers, and um, how would you... I would, would want, if I could combine their powers, it would make Connor Nolan, it'd make him throw faster, and he'd have, like, yeah, he'd have, like, nastier stuff. So, and you're, so you're saying what he brings to the table is he has a lot of control. A he lot has of a stuff. lot of control. Yeah, he gets yeah. his stuff with the ball, and yeah. He has, he has really good location. Uh-huh. And then Jackson and Wiggins, Jackson what does he Wiggins, bring to the table? He's very nasty. And he throws super hard. I remember a time they clocked him at 99 or 100 once. Yeah, he throws pretty hard for uh, a 20-year-old. Yeah, yeah, right. You got to meet him one time. Yes, I did. Talk about that. What, what was he like? Um. Where did we meet him? Where Where did you oh, meet him? We went. Uh, my sister is. She really likes soccer. Right. So we went to an Arkansas women's soccer game, mm -hmm. and Jackson Wiggins was just standing out there watching. Um, he's got the coolest perm in America, by the way. <laughs> coolest perm in America. Yeah. Stamp it. That's it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. And he was just hanging out with some of his friends watching the soccer game. It was pretty cool. Pretty awesome. Him. Uh, I took a picture of him. I got it somewhere in my phone. Yeah, it's somewhere over there. That's awesome. And now we're going to take a quick break to hear one more word from our sponsor, Equity Business Solutions. And we'll wrap it up after that. Equity Business Solutions provides bookkeeping and tax preparation services to small businesses in Northwest Arkansas. If you need monthly bookkeeping services, end-of-year cleanup, financial statement analysis, or business or personal tax preparation and planning, contact the professionals from Equity Business Solutions. Call 479-372-1875, that's 479-372-1875, or you can find them on the web at equitybusinesssolutionsllc.com. That's Equity Business Solutions, adding value beyond the numbers. All right, we're back to kind of wrap things up. It's been a longer one, but we could talk yeah. about we could talk about hog baseball for like days and yeah. days and days. It's it's pretty fun. I look around your room. How many baseballs do you think you have autographed by Razorbacks? Just a guess. A guess. They're probably probably fifty over there. Probably not far off of that. Between posters and old tickets and uh, in the you know the stat the books that guides. come out, the media guides and. Uh, and scorecards that you've kept at games. There's a lot around your room. We love the hog baseball. It's a ton of fun. Yeah. It's been great for our family. Um, all right, 57 games. What's our record this year? Looking at the schedule, I think we'll have a pretty good record this year. I think we'll come pretty close to um, 50 games. I think we'll be 47 and 10. 47 and 10. All right, yeah, I was I was going to be in that ballpark as well. A little bit lower on the win totals. I just I think we do have some pretty hard road series. I think I'm gonna land us at 44 and 13 okay. overall. Now, uh, where do we finish in the SEC West? SEC West. Yes, that's our that'll be our last question for today. So our huge, our pretty big competition. We have like three teams. That are going to be uh, off the charts. Four of these teams are ranked in the top eight. Four teams in SEC West are in the top eight in the nation. 
That's gonna, who we got to face. I, can I just guess them? No, you can tell me what our record's going to be, or where we're going to finish in the West. In the West, I think we'll get third. Third in the West? I think Ole Miss will get first, and LSU will get second. There you go. I'm calling us first in the West. In the, in the end of the season, we finish first. I think we get up for the big ones. We go bananas. We win the series. We'll drop a game here or there, but I think we win those series and really get the jump in the West, and it's going to be a good year. So we'll see you out there, dude. Yeah, thanks for listening. Um, I'm going to start working on our fourth episode um, sometime soon. What's that episode, and who's our guest? Um, I'm going to have my friend Logan Wessel on, and we are going to talk about um, Florida football, or just a recap of Florida football. Oh. He is a devoted, he's I'm not a... He's a pretty big fan. Yeah, he's, he's, a, a, he's a really big yep. Gator fan. Yeah, and a recap on Florida football, that shouldn't be a very long episode. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll see y'all later. Bye.